Girls, it's so good to have you back. So some of you might be looking into nursing school. Now, this is not only applicable to nurses. A lot of this content can be anyone, but I talked with my friend, Brienne Bell from the Passive Income Nurse podcast. And if you remember, we had her on the show a while ago, but in this instance, I was interviewed on her show and I figure I explained a bunch of things pertinent to nurses. So why don't you come along and listen? Can nurses really go to college debt-free? Yes, absolutely. And if you already have student loans, I can tell you how to pay them off. As you listen through, we are chatting a little bit about nurses that have already graduated who have student loans that need to pay off, but the same could be applicable if you're already in school and you want to get paying them off now. Your choice. I'd love to have you come along and send to one of your nurse friends. Thanks so much, guys. Let's get it. Hey, girl. Welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls wanting to graduate debt-free. Do you procrastinate on homework while Googling easy scholarships and money for college because you're drowning in debt and student loans? Afraid you'll never have enough time and motivation to find ways to pay for college when you don't even have enough time to sleep or have a social life? I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student and overachiever looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college and I wished for a clear direction on how to do it. I wanted an easier way to fund college with less anxiety, but I kept telling myself I had no idea what to do, thought I wasn't finished in school fast enough, and thought I would never have enough money. Until some scholarships and real rare school hacks got me through debt-free, and I can show you how to do this as well. In this podcast, you'll find mental peace, answers for your future, and enough money to kill it at college. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class that you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Welcome back to the show. I have on a special guest for you today. I'm so excited for you to hear from her. Her name is Kara Walker, and she is the host of the Money and Mental Peace podcast. Kara graduated college debt-free. That is amazing, right? And now she is on a mission to help other students do the same. Kara lives in the Midwest. She loves the snow. She's single. And she started into entrepreneurship right out of college, which is so cool. She has been able to start her business because she had the freedom to do that. She was debt-free when she graduated. She had no student loans to pay back. So it really gave her that freedom to be able to step into being an entrepreneur at such a young age. So welcome to the show, Kira. I'm so excited for you to share with my listeners. Number one, your journey, like from going to college debt-free to stepping into entrepreneurship. And you guys, we're going to be discussing some debt-free, like going to school debt-free tips. If you are a nurse listening who is considering furthering your education, She's going to give some tips and really speak to that. And then also for those nurses listening who may already have student loans and want some tips on how they can pay those off, we're going to be discussing some points um, about paying off those student loans that you already have. So Kara, welcome to the show. I'm so excited for you to be here and speak to my nurses today. Thank you. And thanks for the whole like intro. Here's the thing in my little uh, messaging to you. I never mentioned snow, but I do remember in the past and like conversations we talked 
like in the group we've talked about snow so apparently you remember <laughs> yes. yes and you guys Kara and I actually connected we are part of a Christian entrepreneur group who are working on optimizing our podcast so that's where we made our connection and it's been such amazing experience we've grown so much we've learned so much and just created those connections and the friendships and so it's really cool how god works and kind of intertwines us all and so i'm super excited to be able to talk more with you i know just in the group and through conversation and just engaging in there i do know a little bit about you but i'm excited to learn more thanks <laughs> i think it's such a connection that we can have with all these different entrepreneurs and podcasters right because it's like Anything that you guys have gone through or are teaching about, like, could help the college students that listen to my podcast. And then anything you guys are doing, any, like, right, nursing or, like, a mom dealing with college for her kids or, like, everything can be connected. So, yeah, I mean, like, a debt-free lifestyle just opens us up entirely to so many options. Yeah, the freedom in that is really just free to be able to not have the weight of that debt and really holding you to being maybe stuck in a job that you hate. So if you could just start out, like, tell us about your debt-free college journey. And was this something that you planned on, like, from the get-go? Like, was that your game plan was to go to college debt-free from the very start? So kind of share that and paint that picture for us. Sure. The first answer is yes. <laughs> So I, okay, so I was homeschooled in high school and I went through the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University course as like one of my, like a financial literacy course for mm -hmm. high school stuff. So I think I was like 16 and I did that and I was like, all right, that's so cool. I want to become a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but handled well, you know, it's not like the whole get rich quick thing and to be yeah. able to like, help others and that wasn't like my only set thing but like when you're that age and someone shows you that it can be done well honestly and simply because you're handling your money well and then you can bless others with it like sure why not but I'm not saying that's always my end goal now in this situation but the freedom is so amazing so I knew that I, I thought uh, debt-free college was the first step and at least the first step from like I could go through the if anyone knows the Dave Ramsey baby steps like I could go through those but I couldn't get very far <laughs> step one and then two because <laughs> he was paying off debt and so I just had to like not um have it and do it so yeah so but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to study um and so some of this is kind of uh shortened <laughs> yeah you know I go depth uh on the podcast and different parts of my story but in a nutshell the journey is I didn't know what I wanted to do. So it was like uh, Frozen 2 where Anna sings, you do the next best thing. And you have boys. I don't know if you've watched Frozen 2. Yeah, but... we've seen it. Okay. No. <laughs> um, but it's literally what I figured out. Well, actually, okay, let me back up. A friend and her mom connected us with testing out of classes. So ways that I did debt-free college in a nutshell was like my associate's degree I did an associate's because I didn't know what I wanted to do I figured I could get it in one chunk mm -hmm. and go on from there if I wanted my associate's degree was like $1,200 mm -hmm. and that's that's pretty cheap nowadays and that's because 
I went and took these tests. They're called CLEP tests, college level examination program. Mm-hmm. And what you're able to do is study on your own. Or I did it with a friend and then we'd go take just a test. And it's basically like you're going and taking the final exam of a course. And if you pass it, you get three to six credits. Wow. Yeah. And each of these tests are like a hundred bucks. So a couple of them, I got six credits for a hundred bucks. Wow. And the issue though, is you want to make sure they transfer to your school. I've seen in one instance that it said clubs have like 75% transfer rate. So you'd have to check. They accepted, they were accepted into all the schools I was looking at. Mm-hmm. So it was fine. Um, but so I, I did, I think I did six, six CLEPs for like $600 and got like 30 credits. Or something. Yeah. And like, this is all from graduation party money. Like there's so yeah. much students can do from grad party. Like not just, oh, I can pay for one class. Mm-hmm. Like you can do stuff. So then I proceeded onto my community college, could transfer stuff. Long story short, I got a choir scholarship there is quite amazing that our community college offers choir scholarships yes. that full ride yeah they, there's choir and band scholarships full ride they're very they have very much of a fine arts like focus and like a big um oh what's it called stage theater and whatever yeah. and the thing is though I got the scholarship late mm-hmm. because the deadline was already passed but I'm like forget about this this is full ride tuition <sighs> I'm just going to email the director. And she's like, well, get back the scholarship because they're going somewhere else. Wow. If that means you've learned anything, that means you ask after something. Right. You never hesitate to ask. Yeah. Because no, like never hesitate to ask. Yeah. I got the audition um, and it wasn't too hard. I mean, it is students, but it's also community choir. So like we're not all that advanced but like you still had to be able to sing to a point so after I'd done all of these credits I got two-year full-ride scholarship to my community college wow yeah and there are more tips within that that I'm only touching on for example there are schools that you can be paid to be a note taker because there's like disability students in the class so I could sit in class that I was already in and just be paid to sit there and take my notes like there are other instances where I became a writing tutor and then my books were paid for you know so there's just like different tricks and you know um and I love that because that's exactly what your podcast is about like it offers these tools and these strategies for someone to be able to create that plan like if you if you have the intention behind it like you literally said okay I'm going to go to school debt-free. And then so the intention was behind it. And then you're like, okay, let's get a game plan together. And so you were able to do all of this research yourself. And then so through the podcast, like you're just offering all of the things that you've already done just to help other people be able to do the same thing. Because you guys, if you don't know, I mean, some of you listening, I'm sure you have student loans and they feel like they're probably never, ever, ever going to go away. So if you're sitting in the place where you have a student loan, maybe you are a seasoned nurse and you've you've been able to pay off your student loan maybe over the course of 20 years or whatever that looked like. If you have kids that are preparing to go to college and you're going to be sitting in that place where you are financially responsible for your kids' college, like these are amazing tips for you just to be able to say, 
okay, like, wow, I didn't even know that existed. And so to really be able to dive into that deeper and you guys go over to Money and Middle Peace podcast and binge listen to episodes. If you are sitting in that place where you're like, okay, wow, I didn't know going to college debt-free was even possible. So definitely use that as a resource. And so, you know, Kara, your journey and kind of where it started, I think that's so cool that you were introduced to Dave Ramsey at such a young age as well, because I will be 40 this year. And literally, we just started. He doesn't look 40, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) We literally just started budgeting. Like, I went through the Dave Ramsey system, the Financial Peace University. He gives you the plan, the strategy, the tips, all the things inside of there. Just like a year ago, like literally. And so for you to be able to have that advantage at such a young age, I think sets you up for success in the long run. So not only were you able to go to college debt free, like think about your life from here on out. Like you have a strategy, you know how to approach your finances, which we are not taught that in school. We're just not like traditional schools. You're not taught about a financial plan and a 401k and, you know, how to save money or how to do a budget. Like that's life stuff that we're not taught that in my opinion, I think we should be taught. So you have a huge advantage in that aspect of just being able to start out so young and have control of your finances because it's one of the things, you know, in I'm reading a book. So I just finished The Latte Factor, which is an amazing book, just super simple, easy read. I don't know. Have you read it? The Latte Factor? I haven't, but I'm all okay. up for like, oh, oh yeah, girl. So it's just a story. I mean, like it's a simple read and it is, it's amazing. Like literally it's such an easy read and it shows you that the power of compound interest and in starting young, you can be a millionaire. Like I can easily easily my kids are 10 and 8 I can make them millionaires and it's mm-hmm. like what mm-hmm. like if I knew that at a young age I would have been like okay tell me more mm-hmm. like I want to know more so I think it's very just such a cool concept to be able to know that knowledge very young and then you be able to implement that into your life so I love what you're doing and just offering that that wisdom and that knowledge from a space of just going through it yourself being you know such a young age and really stepping into that taking control of your finances and really taking control and giving yourself that freedom in your life to to open up opportunities that may not have been presented to you if you were you know having to work a nine to five or you're having to stay at a job that you hate all right so moving on I want to ask you Can nurses go to college debt-free or can anyone, obviously anyone can because you've done it, but, you know, maybe nurses are listening that are thinking about furthering their education. Can they go to college debt-free? Oh, yes, totally. A few points I thought of as you were talking and then I was sorting everything too. I like how you said making the decision on it. Anyone can do it if they decide to, and I know that's kind of like a, like a vague, like, oh, well, that's great, but how do you do it? Yeah. I talk about it free, but anyways, it's, I viewed it almost like 
divorce wasn't an option like if someone is married and you're like we're gonna figure this out because it's not an option I was like loans aren't the option so what else do I have to figure out you know and do and to clarify I also my parents helped in the sense of like I lived at home still Mm -hmm. and I did a lot of stuff here and like that was super helpful and occasionally they could help me with books with some things but I just want to clarify that the rest of my journey was still me doing it and figuring it out because some people might listen and be like, well, she just had it. Yeah, let me explain points with nurses briefly as I finished through the story that, yes, nurses can go to college debt-free because when you think of generally before you go into nursing school, depends on what level we're talking about, but there's like prereqs you have to get through. Yeah. All of these CLEP tests that you could take for like a hundred bucks are like all these prereqs that you could usually transfer through. Of course, it depends on the college. You have to check and ask ahead. Um, and then, you know, nursing school like is, I mean, I didn't go into it, but I just know from friends, it's like, it's, it takes your life. You know, I mean, it's like everything you got to focus on it. <laughs> I'm relating to you. Okay. And but yeah, there are totally ways you can plan it ahead. And so a few other points with the rest of my story could relate to that. Like I did an internship with the National Park Service, actually, and I got like an education award. Also, I took a little more time to go through college. And so I was still finishing it when I was 24 because I was trying to figure it out, you know, right. and that's fine. It took me longer. And <laughs> But when you're at that age, they take the FAFSA takes your income and not your parents' income amount. And my income wasn't that huge. Mm-hmm. So I got like Pell Grant through that yep. time frame. Unless if I was married, they would have taken that into account. And then beyond that, I got other grants and scholarships when I transferred to a full four-year university. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying within each of those steps are those are points, even though I wasn't a nurse, that could be done. Like there are time, I think people think that if they stop, they'll lose their momentum. It depends on if you know yourself, like maybe that would be the case. But I was like, I already started this. (laughs) Even if I'm going to take this year to do this internship, I still went to school part-time during that phase. And then I, they gave me a education award, which is basically a scholarship. That's just what they call it. Mm -hmm. So there are so many and we haven't even started talking about scholarships yet. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many um, ways to earn money, grant scholarships and other tricks. Like I got a student study or student positions that were like really easy. Like you just answer phones and then I just could do my homework. So it was like I got paid to do my homework. Like there are so many things here and there that anyone could do. But my answer to your question, too, is yes, nurses could definitely go to college debt free. Yeah, no, I I think it's so relatable that so many of us start out, we don't really know what we want to do. And I think that is a great point to kind of bring up because, you know, through the standard is you're supposed to go to college, right? That's what we always, today's age, especially my generation, you were raised, you went to high school, yeah, you graduated in the next step. You went to high school, yeah, you graduated, and the next step was going to college. And so when I was at that step, I actually, I knew I wanted to be a nurse. However, I knew that I was not ready to dedicate the time and energy that it took into becoming a nurse. So what I did 
I actually went to our community college, did the prerequisite stuff. <clears throat> and then Good for you. Yeah. And then I actually went to massage therapy school. And mm-hmm. my dad was like, you're not, you're going way out here in left field. You're not going because it wasn't a college credited situation. He was like, you're, you know, you're never going to go back to college or da, da, da. And so, but I knew I would, I just was not ready for that commitment. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, it ended up working out a lot of the stuff that I learned in massage therapy, all the A&P, which is the anatomy and physiology, all of that I learned in nursing school. So, I mean, massage therapy, oh, you were ahead. <laughs> went to nursing school. I already knew all of that. So it kind of set me up in a good place uh, as far as like I had, like I was kind of ahead of the game. So anyway, I say that to kind of go back to a lot of people start out go into college like their parents this is their expectation that they graduate high school and that they go to college and so through taking all of these elective classes and signing up for this major and then changing your mind and going to this major you're accumulating all of this debt like your parents have expected you to do this so you're you think that this is what you're supposed to do Mm -hmm. but at the same time you don't know what you want to do (laughs) so I think it's cool how you didn't know what you wanted to do which is pretty standard I think and you can probably speak to the statistics of this but the the way that or the amount of student loan debt that people have these days is insane (laughs) yeah it's not even expected that you'll really be paying it off I mean it's just then you get a car loan and then you get a boat loan and yeah. then you get a mortgage. Well, maybe not in that order. <laughs> and it's crazy that you come out of college, all of this debt, and maybe you got your degree and you still don't know what you want to do, right? And then it's like, you have this piece of paper that says you are you have an associate's degree and whatever, and then you're over here doing something completely different. <laughs> and I, so it's like, I love that. Even though you didn't know what you wanted to do, you made the decision that, okay, I know I want to go to college, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to find ways around this so I don't have to, you know, be in debt when I finish college. So it kind of gave you that permission to explore. And I think it helped you probably give yourself permission to take the amount of time that you did. And if it takes you that long to go through college cool like college years are fun like why not extend them they're fun (laughs) I was like when you get I'm gonna say mostly but also part of it was like I'm taking too long and then I'd stress about that and then I'd be fine for yeah and then I'd stress about it so my answer is yes but also it was it it just then I could handle it more Mm -hmm. you know I mean now if you talked about talking about some stats now four-year colleges usually degrees aren't even four years anymore they're at least five or more plus some internship or something and that's taking like a big load of full-time credits Mm -hmm. and I work with college students and my whole thing is about college and money and I will tell I'm gonna I'm gonna lean forward to the microphone I will tell the listeners college is entirely unnecessary yes it can be great yeah but something that's great doesn't mean it's necessary like there's all this other stuff that like you're doing right or mm-hmm. passive income or entrepreneurial or go to school like just for a couple years and become like a, a dental hygienist like school for two years and you earn some good mm-hmm. money just heading to yeah. school for two years like it's yeah. fine <laughs> yeah 
I agree. And that's something I really speak to as well, because, you know, as a nurse, we have our degree and we think that, you know, we're used to getting like certifications and doing continuing education for this. And we need this certification for this. And it's like, you're already qualified, right? Like you already are qualified to step into being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You are already qualified to step into creating a passive stream of income because you have the experience and you just do. Like you, you don't need another degree. You don't need another certification. You don't need to spend extra money on this just to qualify yourself. You're already qualified. Great. Mm-hmm. So just um, for anyone listening that needs to hear that, I'm sure. There's someone out there that needed to hear that. So just take it from me. You do not need, you know, to pay all this extra money to make yourself feel qualified to do something um, other than be a nurse, other than work in the hospital. You can, like, if it's truly on your heart, it's been placed there for a purpose. And really, it's your responsibility to pursue it. So I'll leave it at that. (laughs) That's good. Yes, show for the pep talk. (laughs) So when it comes to, we kind of already talked about can can nurses go to college debt-free when it comes to furthering their education and looking at whether they want to, maybe they, you know, a nurse listening is an LPN and they want to, they really want to be the RN, the registered nurse. Or maybe the registered nurse listening is maybe she's in nurse practitioner school. What are some furthering your nursing education tips that you can give listeners? And I know we kind of touched on a little bit of this, but I'm sure you have some more. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I usually suggest for people, and I have a podcast episode that's like finding scholarships in 10 minutes a day or something. And it's the I'm referring to that one is I imagine things in like concentric circles, right? So if someone's already in school mm-hmm. for what they're doing, you're starting right where you're at. Some people don't even go ask financial aid. Are there further scholarships I can apply for or do this? Did you know also that if you're a first year student, what whatever program, there might be some available, but continuing students, there's often other scholarships available. Like what I, I just, my advice to nurses are also just to anyone politely bug people you can be so nice but just like bug them because there's this a friend of mine got a women's scholarship and he is not a woman because nobody else applied for it really like okay you can have it like looking at your school yep for scholarship so okay so I have two angles to this okay (laughs) um it's a little bit let me see do you want me to talk to someone that's already in the school they're trying to go into or not yet? Or I guess we could do both. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, we don't have to go too in-depth, but yeah, if sure. you want to, like, for someone that is thinking that, okay, I, I have my RN and I'm getting ready to pursue being a nurse practitioner, speak to that. Sure, going further. So yeah. I think we can see this from two sides, lowering the price and getting more money for it. Because it can really effectively, like if you're trying to pay off debt, you lower your expenses, get more money to do it. So let me challenge people. You're not necessarily going to community college or nurse practitioner, but let me challenge people 
how much um, just in-state public colleges have good tuition that you don't have to go to the private school here, there, or somewhere else. Now, if they're going to nurse practitioner, they might already be have had a lot of experience and like be a parent, have a family. I'm not sure about the age range, mm -hmm. um, but so much so that it's worth it to research and not, it's not one of those degrees per se that you're like, oh, I need to show that I went to Harvard. I don't even know if Harvard yeah, has. Right. Yeah. There's a prestigious so. factor to it. Yeah. Sure. Lowering prices can also go to checking ahead of time before a semester starts what your textbooks are. And they usually do something like that. But the thing is, not just buying the textbook list they give you, asking your professor, do we need the updated uh, edition because there's some like online access code we need? Then you'll probably need to use buy the new one. But if not, buy an old edition if it's the same thing, if you can verify it with your professor. And sometimes they don't know. They're like, I don't care. But like a lot of them really can tell you that. And you can like, I mean, I minored in math. So like I know that there are big books. Like my calculus book was like $300. Yeah. I just rented it whenever I needed it and cut it less than half. So there are things of like asking. I think my thing with lowering expenses is just ask and ask and bug people and politely bug people. And when I say politely, that's following up a week later on like everything and just, hey, yes. you know, could you find <laughs> out this? And there, there's this the realm of like lowering expenses for that purpose. And that's also in your life. Like, do you have a budget for <laughs> mm -hmm. groceries and whatever else, even if just having a budget, can lower expenses and people freak out with the word budget yes you can change your budget in the middle of the month I'm clapping for emphasis <laughs> you can change your budget and you could do whatever you want you could entirely change it in the middle of the month but if you have it it's like having a map of where you're going Instead of being like, I'm going to go to Washington, D.C. I think I should take this road. I like I don't even know if it's north or south. I just think yeah. I should take that road. Yeah. Um, so that's the realm of lowering expenses. And then more income. You know, we're thinking grant scholarships, going concentric circles. What school are you looking at going to? Ask, looking on the website, asking that financial aid and not just the general scholarships that are like, oh, you're accepted, you get this scholarship. Mm -hmm. There are things called endowed scholarships, and that's often some like rich family that their child went there, the nurse practitioner, so they have a special scholarship for yeah. that. You have to actually apply for that one. Like that's not just included in like the overall acceptance, if that makes sense. And then branching out, a little bit different with nurse practitioner because it's not as much like, oh, you're like a new freshman. There tends to be a lot more scholarships for that. But going into like uh, grants even and then all these other tips I suggested, like you probably you might not be able to work a ton if you're doing that type of training. Like that's intense. Mm -hmm. But like things like a student position where you answer phones at the financial aid office, but that's all you do. And then you just do your homework and it's probably minimum wage. But I don't know what minimum wage is where you live, who's listening, but like, let's just round it to $10. Yeah. And you're like, I just got two hours of work done and I got 20 bucks for my gas ride on the ride home. Yeah. Um, those are all different tips. And the reason I'm not mentioning very specific nursing scholarships, because I do know of some, 
are i'm not sure where my people are well your people <laughs> are listening from yeah so it would cool. vary depending like state by state yeah. about yeah but i think the good like the point that you're making here is just like do your research and <laughs> contact the financial aid office dig deep keep mm -hmm. reminding them hey did you get an answer or what do you think about this or what do you think about this and so there's always ways to find money mm -hmm. and it just takes a little bit of time and it takes some energy but if it is your goal to be able to go to school you have to be willing to invest your time and energy into these places to be able to uncover because like you said i mean there are endless scholarships out there that mm -hmm. you don't even know about and so you just have to dig deep and really find like mm -hmm. just uncover because i don't think that someone's gonna say yeah here you go you need to this is for you so it's like you have to be your own advocate which is speak a lot to it's just being your own advocate <clears throat> yeah in your yeah. health um in your debt-free journey like it's up to you like nobody's gonna really care if you go to school debt-free except for you so if it's a priority, mm -hmm. then you have your future kids. <laughs> you you don't even kids. like comprehend it. <laughs> or your future husband might. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So let's wrap up here. I do want you to speak to the nurse who's like, crap, I already got these student loans. Like I've been paying on this student loan for 10 years. Yeah. What do you have as far as suggestions for paying off student loans that my nurses already have. Sure, sure. My suggestions aren't as much. There's the special loan forgiveness program you've never yep. heard of. Because <laughs> let me tell you, whoever's in office, that even if something is like promised to you, that could fluctuate in two to four years. Mm -hmm. So there is something to be aware of researching those. But I would say be wary of putting all your eggs in that basket. Mm -hmm. Um, Just from what I've said, so that's a little warning thing. And so... um. My suggestions people might not like, <laughs> but you know how I mentioned a budget? Yeah. So let me keep going with this Washington, D.C. analogy. Let's say you have a plan of how you're going to get there, but you see some attraction on the side of the road. I don't know. And you want to go look at it like you're allowed to pause and say, I'm going to put a little bit more money into my entertainment and just go see this movie with a friend I haven't seen in forever or something like you're allowed to go off and look at this. You know, you might get to your destination a little later, but if, if it's if it's okay, like if, if you're in, if you're controlling how soon or how length of time or whatever, like budget can help so much. I personally use Dave Ramsey's Every Dollar mm -hmm. like free app on my phone, and yeah, me too. I do not get any sort of commission suggesting that. I'm no way affiliated to them. Yeah, so I just want to throw that out. No, I my listeners have heard me talk about budgeting. Okay. And literally, <clears throat> I just started budgeting. I shared it at the beginning of the episode a year ago. Nice. I went picking and screaming. I did not want to budget. I did not think I needed to budget. My husband makes a good income. And I just didn't want to do it. So I finally like went through the Financial Peace University, saw the value in it, and really just fell my way forward into now, a year and a couple months Mm -hmm. to it i'm like okay like i need i need to budget like I, I get like not anxiety but i'm like okay it's like i haven't 
created my budget for the month. Like a few days in, I'm like, okay, yeah. like it's time to to figure like, it out. I don't know and how I'm once, getting to DC if I don't know. Yeah. And then so once I get in there and once you have everything in place, you guys, like Kara's saying, you your budget is yours. Okay. You have the freedom to do whatever you want inside of your budget based on your goals and how quickly you want to get to Washington, DC. Okay. So I will just use this for example. So my husband and I are on a debt-free journey. My listeners know that we just transitioned to tiny living. We're living in our camper. And so within that, we have a budget to, you know, we're doing some projects. So we have some project money. We are, our boys race dirt bikes. And so I have that budgeted in. Nice. We see, you know, I mean, it costs, every time we race, it costs at least $150. And that's not including gas, but that is a priority to me. Mm-hmm. And that is sure. a priority to my family. And I am not willing to give up those memories and those times with my kids. So I budget that in every single month. And so you can do the same. I have a shopping budget. If I want to go to TJ Maxx or if I'm going to Marshalls or Target, dang it. I have a budget and I can go spend. It gives yourself permission to buy things without feeling guilty. Mm -hmm. Or or like uh, nervous that it's not going (laughs) to. Yeah. Like, is my debit card not going to go through because I don't have enough money in the bank or I have to have this package for my husband because he's going to be like, have you been shopping again or whatever? Like, it just gives yourself permission to spend that money. And so when you're thinking like with paying off debt, like I don't have any student loans, thank goodness. But we do have debt that we're paying off. We're on a debt-free journey. So really, when you are able to have that budget and have that game plan, that roadmap to get you to where you want to go, like our end goal is to be debt-free. Is it going to happen over the next year, two years, three oh, years? I don't know. you're going to say overnight. No, not yeah, overnight. It's not going to happen <laughs> overnight. <laughs> you know, and so, but I have that game plan. In some months, it changes, like. Some months, you know, something may come up or something that's we have to shift some things around and it's okay. It's not this black or white thing. It's not, you know, something that has to be super confined to. Really, it's just whatever your goals are. And if your goal is to pay off these student loans and you really want to hammer them out, then figure out where you can get that in your budget to where that's a priority. And when you make it a priority, then that's when things start to happen is when you say, okay, you draw a line in the sand and say, damn it, I am paying off in my student loan. I'm tired of just having it drag on. It's been gone. You know, I've had it for 10 years. Like literally my husband, <clears throat> we, he's going to be 50 this year or January 1st next year. We literally just paid his last student loan payment maybe two years ago. And I was like, dang it, we are paying this thing off. I am tired of paying on this. And so Mm -hmm. towards the end of it, I was just hammering it out. And I was like, I made that intention. And I was like, we're taking care of this. We're doing it. And this was even before we even started budgeting and all of that. But it was just like, okay, this thing has been hanging around long enough. We're getting rid of it. And so just, I think, putting that intention behind it and really having a game plan, that roadmap to get you to where you want to go. It's so helpful. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even before, when someone has a budget, even before they start paying off debt, do you have an emergency? I'm, I'm asking you, but like yeah. whoever's listening, do you have an emergency fund? Mm-hmm. Like when you're budgeting, 
even before you're starting to go heavy paying off debt, you need like a thousand bucks to just feel yeah. that cushion. And that's not to go to the store. That's literally the heater broke and it's the middle of winter. Like it's literally an emergency. Mm -hmm. But if you feel safe with that, that's great. And a few other quick points, cancel subscriptions you never use. <laughs> go to a, a car without a big, okay, you want to know why people aren't rich? Because they have a car, like a car payment every month. Like, you know how much you could be doing in that? Or at least it could have a lower car payment, yeah. you know, yeah. and also I would throw out to people, watch videos of inspiring people who were this much in debt and paid it off and got out of it in so many years and see how normal they are. Like they're just yeah. like you or whoever's listening. So those are my other points. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so true. And that's why I love Dave Ramsey so much is this that he, he preaches financial peace and he really he he roots it in a biblical foundation which is another part of it that I just love but it's just it's real life like people he says that they and I'm probably quoting this all wrong but he's like, if it's normal to be in debt like I don't want to be normal yeah. and so you may look around and you see people that drive the big SUV and they have the boat and they have the nice house and their kids go to private school. And it's like, you may have some jealousy towards that, but underneath all of that, they're drowning in debt. I promise you, it does not matter how much money you make. 73% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. So and that could be private school and yacht paycheck. But it's still paycheck to paycheck and they're stressed out of their gourd. Yes, absolutely. So this is awesome. This conversation has been so good. I know my listeners are going to get so much out of it. And so if you could, Kara, just as we wrap up, just tell listeners where they can find you. Uh, we've already mentioned your podcast. So you guys go over to Money in Middle Peace, subscribe to Kara's podcast. And then also you are, I think you're on Instagram, right? Yep. Yep. And Instagram at money and mental peace as well. And all the stuff on there is free. You just listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I also have a Facebook group called Christian College Girl Community. It's not only, you know, it's not only for girls, but I'm just trying to niche down to what yeah. I was back when. Mm -hmm. And perhaps you have a lot of female nurses listening. So mm -hmm. I'd love to have anyone join and just come listen to all the free stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kara. It was awesome having you on today. Wasn't that awesome? What a cool uh, conversation and what a cool podcast that Brianne has because basically she takes a conventional career and shows how people can do it unconventionally, like getting nursing income passively, right, more more easily. But in this step, I had told her how nurses can go to college debt-free and set them up for life before they go on. So if you enjoyed this, um, these this advice is applicable to any major, but if you have a nurse friend, would you please take a screenshot of this and send it to them? Or you could also send them a link, the link from Apple Podcasts for this episode. So send it over to them, get them excited about, you know, financial freedom, money and mental peace, and I, they'll thank you for it, you know, if they're able to launch into their life this way. So thanks for coming on. See you next time. Hey girl. Okay. So before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories and tag me. 
Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.